This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Six o'clock straight up in the Southland on Shinano and Cap on a Wednesday afternoon. Before we do what you need to know, we heard Sliwa there in the, uh, the last commercial. You know what Sliwa did, Cappy? Tell me. He did the call out sick heading into two vacation days. Ooh. How do you do that? He did it. When, when you win host of the year, you can do what you want. <laughs> what time did he call out? I woke up to text about it at 5.50 this morning, so it must have happened late last night or very early. Do we know if mm. Slee's stomach is okay? I don't know, but he's, we won't know until he comes back All Monday. Right. Meanwhile, it's time for what you need to know. Sitting in for producer Lindsay. Take it away, producer Laura. Thank you, Chris. And uh, that's crazy because then yeah. you have two vacation days and you're like, did you go on vacation because you were sick? Yeah. Huh, you know. By the way, this is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. That's my fault. I forgot. The insert. So small market. Small market. <laughs> All right, guys. I mean, what are you, San Diego? <laughs> I mean, come on. You're like so... Carpinteria, right? Right. So... Carpinteria is right. Yeah. Okay. You buy them tickets. So I did not know this. Okay. This was news to me that a year ago, actually, a heist happened. And according to who got robbed, over $150 million worth of jewelry was robbed. And now Brinks and the, rob- the victims are headed to court. Because they're saying they lost over $150 million, and Brinks is like, mm, no, you guys only had about $10 million worth of inventory in our truck. So I'm like, that's crazy. I didn't hear this a year ago, and now it's resurfacing because they're going to go to court, and they're battling it out to see how much the jewelry was actually worth. But I'm like, y'all don't have it. So is it just on pictures? How do, how do you value all that? What if they had bonds in there, though? I don't know. It's, like it's his jewelry. Heat, remember in the movie Heat, they had all those bonds in it? Or yeah. in the movie Beverly Hills Cop, well, they had Barra bonds. It German Barra bonds. Bear bonds yeah. It just says it's two dozen bags of vintage jewelry, gems, and luxury watches. Oh. So hmm. to me, it's like, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, because I don't own things that are that expensive yet. But I'm like, that's a very huge difference in numbers. Uh, it's $10 million to $150 million. Somebody got to have inventory, though, right? I mean, if Brinks is going to be on the move with this amount of jewelry, yeah. they have to have this stuff inventoried. So here's the other thing. So a lot of people are speculating that it might have been an inside job because the guys, I mean, I'm not going to put it out there. That's just what I read because the guys, one of them was sleeping at a rest stop and the other one was eating. And they were like, how did you guys not hear someone break into the truck? Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds like an inside job, Jack. So yeah. I'm like, dang, that's crazy. So now the FBI is involved, the LA County deputies are involved, but they don't have any like information about who stole anything. And if this is given to the people that lost what they're saying, it's $150 million worth of jewelry, mm-hmm. it will be considered the most expensive heist in U.S. history. So, so, they the, so the people who own the jewelry are mm-hmm. suing Brinks, who were supposed to protect and move mm-hmm. the jewelry. Yep. And I want to know this. The people who own the jewelry that say they have $150 million worth of jewelry, that they're not going to get back. Yo, they got insurance for that jewelry or what? I would hope they do, right? But I think that's the whole point because Brinks is like, we're not paying any of that. And well, somebody some someone got to pay somewhere. somebody. But I'm hmm. like, I feel like $150 million also sounds really small. For it to be the most expensive heist in U.S. history. Is it jewelry heist? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, you I know, your but... Bank guys, that's a lot of cash, and that's a lot of jewelry. $150 million. I'm not saying it's not, but, I I mean, we have the Powerball, like, a billion. So I feel like $150 million just sounds like, oh, chump change. Yeah, not today, that I have in, it. In today's day know. and age, $150 million is like nothing. I don't know. It's like nothing. I mean, you carry that. I don't. I really don't. I don't know. I just thought of, like, Al Capone days, and I'm like, you know, it just sounds like nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like gangsters and, like, you know, just... It just seems like so little for it to be considered. Yeah. Here's, I got a what you need to know for you. All right. Do you see that Netflix is getting rid of their basic tier? Yes. I heard that you guys had that on Big Deal No Deal, so I didn't. Oh, we did? No. Oh, well. I was going to do it during the show. I didn't realize time. So what does that mean, Sedona? Yeah, well, what's the basic? Do I have the basic? So, like, the basic ad free tier was $9.95, and now they've just eliminated that. So, either you got to buy, you got to go lower and go $6.95 for the ads, Mm -hmm. or you got to go like $15.95 for no ads now. I think I have that one. I have the $15. Open it up now. Sorry, Laura. But every time you open up the, I have the $15.91, it asks if I want to upgrade for $4.99 more to like UHD. Yeah. Every time. I don't want UHD. Right. Well, that's they're trying to upsell you. That's actually good marketing. Hey, listen, I, I have HBO Max. I've been watching this series called Love and Death. There are Love four. Yeah, there are four one minute commercial breaks during this series. Why do you have commercials on? Your I don't HBO know. Because you signed up for straight Max, not through HBO back in the day, right? I don't know, man. Um, I don't know why. I don't yeah, have I, I My Max is through like. Yeah, HBO. through my HBO, my cable subscription, right? Right, right, right yeah. yeah. This, dude, I'm mm. telling you right now. Or a direct TV subscription. What I'm going to do is... Do you want my login? I, no, I want to cancel everything. <laughs> oh. I want to cancel You've everything. You've said this before and you still haven't canc- done it. I want to cancel Netflix. I want to cancel HBO Max. I want to cancel Disney Plus. I want to cancel everything. Well, you get that for free. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I want to cancel everything. And start everything over. And start, start fresh. And then do you want my logins? Yes, oh. absolutely. Yes, I do. I can't believe I'm getting these commercials. And the thing is, you can't fast forward through them. And let's say you miss something. You got to go back. You got to watch the commercial over again. I mean, it's really a big pain in the ass. Well, that uh. uh, sounds like a personal problem. It is. Yeah. That's the you problem, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Jack. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I you're wanted right. to say that. Yeah, it feels good to say Jack, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It feels really good. Yeah. You have no idea how so they, sweaty it is. There you it's go. Like, it's not even a sauna. It's you a got, steam you room. Guys, you guys are like schwitzing there. Right. We may not it's make it out right. here It's tonight. not. Look, a sauna, nice dry heat. But we have that outside here at Black Gold. Inside, we like more of a, a humidity feel. So it's more of a steam room mm. here. Okay. You're like uh, Charles and Ernie and their podcast, The Steam Room. <laughs> did, did you know that that's what their podcast is called? Did not know that. The Steam Room, yeah. If you watch uh, the NBA on TNT, you would see that they promote it all the time. I don't know, man, but I'm starting to really, it's, it's now, I'm going to pit here in a matter of moments, <laughs> right? Like the back of my tuchus, like, you know, that one bead that goes down your back and yeah. then right Ew, through your, the, no. you know what I'm talking about? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's going, that, it's going down. Cab, also, you guys are eating like tuna in there and it's That's hot. Gross, Imagine yeah. how what bad it's going to smell. You know, what we were just talking about, what we were just talking about, the commercial break is tomorrow. When they come in here and the air conditioning comes back to on and people are like, what the hell is that smell? It's so gross. Right? It's like, oh, Morales was here sucking down like 30 cups of tuna fish with his boyfriend, Kaplan, right? With the onions and the tomatoes and the yellow. Mus- and dude, it's just now it's just sitting here. You know? Yeah. Now it's just sitting here. It's like coagulating. Mm-hmm. What are you guys going to break in the studio? By the way, if you've missed any of yesterday. The fighting between Sedano and Cappy and the breaking of the television, one of the televisions, at ESPN Los Angeles. What are you guys going to break to leave to make corporate Greg mad again? you got to break I, there's something. There's nothing up. to break. I don't know. You should just unplug all I the I didn't mic. break anything. Unplug Other all Other than mic. Cappy's feelings, apparently, when I hit him in the belly Ooh. with the eight-ounce bottle of water. I mean, geez. George, why don't you that show us. That was what us. you guys needed to know. 
Why don't you show Brought us Brought to you by your... Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Why don't you show us some of your skill? You ready? Mm-hmm. I would love to see you break out some old school karatai. <laughs> and let's see if you could actually break the console in the studio with a karate chop. No. no. Are you ridiculous? Well, this that's is... really expensive. That's not fun. Well, and number well, one, there's it? no way you could break this with just like a chop no, or something. Are you insane? Well, I don't know. I just thought maybe with your experience no, nobody, as a karate man. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> the way that, first of all, the way that, do you realize there's stuff under this table? Like that would not, that, that holds it together? Like, no, you'd have, there's no way you could do that. I know, but like somebody like me, if I had a black belt in karate, yeah. And you challenged me, and you were like, dude, let's see you try and break this thing with a chop. I'd be like, oh, okay, no problem. I wouldn't even look at what's underneath it. Yeah. I wouldn't even know what kind of material it is. I'd be like, let me show you how this is done. Yeah, Suck there's it back like up. The, the middle of this table, yeah. uh, almost out to the edges, there's enough space for you to put your feet under. There's like like a solid thing holding it up. Okay. How about this? Since since breaking things is now kind of our new deal. <laughs> no, it's not. No, how about if not. we bring in some, like, some two-by-fours? And, and, you know, on camera, in show. Two like, by fours? Ha ha! Who breaks? You don't break two by fours. What do you break? Plywood. Plywood? Yeah, you they're like they're like little breaks. squares. They're not they're not <laughs> two by fours. Two by fours is what like Hacksaw Jim Duggan used to have Dude. in the WWF back in the day. Really? Yes. Not to be confused with Hacksaw Lee Hamilton. Correct. He Different wants to hacksaw. talk sports with you, right? Different hacksaw. You remember hacksaw Jim Duggan? Of course, I remember hacksaw oh! Jim Duggan. USA. Right. You and he. That's what he had. That was a two by four. Because mm-hmm. so, it's two by four. Right. So how many can you break? If I if I stacked up a whole bunch of like cinder blocks, Nuts. can you break some cinder blocks? I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't. The ones they break in karate, they're treated, so they break. Yeah, I haven't done any of that in a long, long time. You don't just go and pick up cement blocks and break them. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's some guys that can do that. Yeah, you do. You go to a cinder block. I haven't done anything like that. I haven't hit a board like that in a long, long time. Okay, but what do you think you got? You think you got anything left? I I don't know, because you have to, like, that's, like, you can't just, I mean, some people could just do it on the fly, but I think most people have to work at that a little bit. First of all, my knuckles are nowhere as, um... As calloused as they used to be when I used to do that stuff decades ago. You've gotten soft, George. Look what you did. First class flights, NBA games. I used to have like big calluses on my knuckles, on my top two knuckles because of doing that, you know, growing up. But yeah, I don't have those anymore. Let's say you're on an NBA basketball team, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like the smallest guy on the team. Yeah. You know, and and they kind of pick on you a little bit because they're like, hey, he's just a little little shrimp, this George Sedano. Now, if nobody knows that you are a black belt in karate... (laughs) <laughs> could you kick ass on everybody in the locker room? Well, I, I think it's all relative, Cap. You can only, I mean, if the person is a whole foot taller and 100 pounds heavier than you. Right, but you're trained for that. Right, but you you are only trained to a certain extent. Okay, but if LeBron comes at you. At the, at the at end you, of the day, LeBron is 6'8", weighs 260 pounds. Right, but he don't if, know what you know. But if LeBron connected with me where okay. I am a foot shorter nearly than he yeah. is and weigh nearly 100 pounds less than he does, yes, it's going to hurt in a big, big way. Okay, but let's just say that he goes to swing at you and misses. Are you prepared to, like, break down his knees and then, like, chop him well, down? Well, if, if you're telling me I can fight dirty and, and I can hit him in yeah, his so knees. It's survival, dude. Oh, well, then that's different. So like, you will take down LeBron if you have No, to. I will not take down LeBron. Um, but what I'm telling you, you is... You can in, take down LeBron. In though. a fight situation like that, if you're telling me I can fight dirty, and I could I avoid one big swing? Probably. Yeah. 
I mean, it just depends. If I if I can see it coming, sure. If it's like a sucker punch, then no, that's a no, different story. I'm just saying LeBron's coming at you. We're squaring up. Because, you know, there was this guy. Why is it got to be LeBron, by the well, way? I'm just, I'm just picking out like somebody who's big and strong. He's it, big and strong. There was a guy. If uh, LeBron so, connects with me yeah. 100 pounds heavier than me. Yeah, you're a dead and, man. And of, of course. Yeah. But you don't let him connect because you're a karate man. There was a guy but, on the Philadelphia oh, but Eagles. But if he connect, I understand that, Cap. But, you know, like, yes, I could I make him miss? I don't know. I'd have to judge the distance between him and I also have not been in a in a situation where I have trained to fight in easily ten years. Well, you need to start training because you never know if LeBron comes after you in the locker room. I don't one think night. LeBron would come after he me. Might. I feel fairly confident that's but I, the case. But I was trying to tell you this quick story that there was a guy who played for the Eagles a few years ago. His mm-hmm. name was David Akers. You'd have to fact check the, me the on kicker, this. Yes. But he was a kicker. And I guess that um, people in the locker room didn't realize that he, like you, George, was a black belt. And so he's kind of the smallest guy on the team, you know, and everybody would be like, hey, well, once they found out, they're like, well, let's test him because he's so much smaller. And apparently, according to the reports, you know, he was down there chopping big dudes down. Yeah, but the difference between David Akers and the average football player is not that big of a difference. I mean, if he's six feet, 200 pounds. And six feet, 200 lineman, pounds is still a pretty sturdy dude. You know what I mean? Defensive lineman, six, six I'm 5'9", weigh 180 pounds. That's a big difference. So, Donald, from are literally the same size. From, oh, look at that. From hey, six, Tyler, that will, is, you, will you beat up LeBron? With Sedano? No, it, now, if it's two of us. He's yeah. like, maybe. We I'll take we, a leg. We got a sh- Right. Tyler grabs his leg, distracts him, <laughs> then I can take him. <laughs> that was funny, Tyler. Yeah, that was a good go, job. Thanks. I, can, I can then perhaps, you know, while he's distracted, take him down like with like an arm bar or something. Okay. You're going to arm bar LeBron. Yeah, like MMA style. Hey, LeBron. I know you're listening, dog. Hey, LeBron. Yo, yo, yo. My man Sedano going to take you down. No, I'm right. not going to take you up, him down. Arm bar you, dog. In this mythical scenario... If Tyler were there to distract him, um, then I may have a shot. I'll be your distraction guy. I got he you. could be like my subterfuge. You know what I mean? You like two, you yeah. two guys come in for a tag team match. It's like weighing in at a combined of three hundred and sixty pounds. Right. Here yeah. they are, Sedano yeah. and Tyler. I mean, you know, it's like that. Um, you know, would you rather fight? Uh, what's that thing that they always do? Would you rather fight like? Uh, you know, one dude who's like seven feet, you know, 350 or pounds. Seven dudes or, who are one feet. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ray, like 25 pounds. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, same yeah. concept. Yeah. Mm. I think I'd probably take on the big guy myself. Yeah. Same. Yeah. One guy. Seven one I, foot tall dudes just sounds terrifying. Yeah, you talk about grabbing your legs. Right. They grab all of them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them, right, Cappy? Everybody already knew. You gotta oh. leave something for the imagination, oh, young fella. Tyler. You gotta leave something for the imagination. You're doing so good there for thirty seconds. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of the Lakers, we've got some news on the Lakers. Our boy Dave McMiniman dropping some uh, some McMiniman bombs next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and Cap around 617 in the South Line on a Wednesday afternoon. You know what we do around this time every day. Time for the producer Laura rejoin of the day. Hit it, queen. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. I asked Sedano if he knew this song, and he was like, nah, but if I hear it, I got you. Now you'd, I knew it. As soon as you played the beat, I yeah. knew what it was. Cappy, no chance. I just dabbed. Crying on alone on a bedroom floor because he's hungry. Dude, I know this whole song. I don't know why, because it's not like a song a kid should know. No. But I know this entire song. This is City High, What Would You Do? I love this song. Do you just what would you do, Cappy? No. No, I did not take a picture of you. You want me to That's take a picture no of you? That's no excuse. You take a picture of you eating? No. In the heat? Cappy's so uninterested in my song. No, I'm not uninterested in your song. This is uh, the Bay City Rollers, you said? <laughs> no. Who'd you say it was? It's called City High. Oh, City High. Who sings it? I mean, that's the the group City, City High. City High. Oh, all right. What's the name? <laughs> What's the name of the song? What would you do? What would you do? <laughs> yeah, it was. It's actually a really good song. I is think that, that was. New? It is a good song. That's I, hadn't re- I didn't remember that. I didn't remember the like, when you said it, and then I heard the the the, the actual song, and then I knew it. What it yeah, because I rem- I remember when it came out, and my sister's like, "That's not a song you need to be hearing." Was that recently that song came out? No, a long ass time ago. It's like 23 years old. Oh, really? That junk dropped 23 years ago, 2000? That junk. Okay, that's right. Yeah, but that's a really good song. Cappy, go go put it on your playlist. What's it it called? City High. Oh, City High. What would you do? What would you do by City City High? High. City High, what would you do? All right, I'm going to jam to it tonight on the crib. Listen to the lyrics and then you're going to be like, damn, Laura, you should have not been hearing that when you were like. Really? It's that bad? No, no, no. It's not bad. It's just like it's it's heavy. The beat oh, is dope, but oh, it's a beat heavy is song. Totally dope. Yeah. And shout out to Tyler because I played it. He's like, hey, I know that song. Yeah. Shout out Tyler for knowing shout out songs. Me. Well, I mean, no offense, Tyler. I, I wasn't thinking you might know it. Yeah, you're not exactly the demo, Tyler. I didn't say that. That's yeah. what she said. That's not what I said. She just didn't say it. She might as well have said it, right? Right. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> she might as well. Anyways, right, George, carry on. Tell me what the deal is with our boy McMiniman. Okay, what, what's his story now? What's his deal? McMinniman's got some report or some thoughts. I don't yeah, know. so he was on the Zach Lowe podcast, right. and uh, there's, uh, you know, we had him on not that long ago talking about Anthony Davis's contract situation. He's up for an extension on August 4th, I believe. So just a couple of weeks away, and McMinniman gave us uh, some morsels, as we like to call them, on AD. Where things stand right now, I, I expect some sort of agreement to be reached, and a lot of it is – one, recognizing that Anthony Davis, as a trade chip, there's no way you can replicate the value of what he brings to the court combined with LeBron James when he's healthy. It just You won't. It's, it's absolutely impossible. You also recognize that LeBron, turning 39 years old, entering year 21 as a limited window, uh, so then to try to coalesce with a, a, a new group, if you were to find this beautiful trade for Anthony Davis, uh, that's, that's folly. You could be wasting what's left of LeBron. And then beyond that, listen, we know the business of this league. No extension offered. What do you do? You apply pressure the other way and say, I want out. So 
I, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that uh, Anthony Davis will be coming into training camp an extended deal. There you go. So he thinks it's going to be a done deal here pretty soon. I love when Dave says, you know, in this league, um, you pretty much get what you want or you start complaining publicly about how, how fast you want out of there, and that's how things work in this league. That's true. No, it was great. It was a great breakdown. It's like, here's the deal, guys. You either pay him what he wants or he publicly starts complaining and wants out. So your choice, pay him or have him start complaining and tell you that he wants out. And then now everybody knows he wants out and his value is less than. Correct. Which is what's happening with James Harden and Damian Lillard currently. Mm -hmm. Now, the opposite teams in those scenarios, James Harden with the Sixers and Daryl Morey in this particular case, and Joe Cronin of the Blazers are trying to play hardball, but everybody in the world knows that those guys are probably going to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so is Anthony Davis, by the way. Right. Uh, chances are Anthony Davis is going to get his money. He's going to get his contract extension. Yeah. And the question ultimately will be... Right, but do you, do you not think he deserves that contract extension? Um, yeah, I think, listen, the reality is this. For many of us who thought Anthony Davis was kind of soft this year, he kind of proved us wrong. Yeah, you know where you went? Don't tell me. You went right to hell. Yeah. Look, he just toughed it out more than I think people, myself included, thought he could or would. And so... To me, Anthony Davis has proven to the Lakers, you know what? Um, I do get hurt. It's true. I do miss a bunch of games. That is a fact. But, man, when I can play, I'll give you what I got. You know, listen, there was that one game this year. Remember, there was a back-to-back. They were playing at Houston, and um, Houston had the worst record in the league. Lakers were battling to to try and get into the postseason, and Anthony Davis didn't play. And I know I came on the air the next day going, "Is, is he for real? Like, why is he not playing? And the reports were that because the organization told them absolutely, positively not, you're not playing in back-to-backs. But later, as they were making a playoff push, what happened? There was a back-to-back. They needed at the him. end, the, they, the end, and, yes. And he had to play. Yeah. And, he, and he proved that he could and he would. So as injured as he was during the year and as much as he battled through, I think Anthony Davis has changed the perception for many of us who, again, thought coming into this year he was soft. So way to go, A.D., so you want him to? You're okay with him getting paid? Because I think that if he gets paid, it doesn't guarantee that the Lakers have to pay him every dollar. Meaning, no, they could eventually trade him. Or right. it, it, look, let's just let's do it this way, okay? First of all, to Dave's point, when you have Miniman. LeBron James, and you've paired him with Anthony Davis for this long, and you know the pairing works, you keep that pairing going as long as you need to keep it going. And then beyond when LeBron James is with you, at the very least, you've already got one of the two stars that you need, right? And then it's trying to find that other star. If you don't think you can find that other star to pair with him, then he, you and him, as an AD in this case, can have a conversation about, hey, AD, I think we may go into a rebuild here. Do you want to stick it out? Do you want to try to move? We can try to make all that work, but let's let's do this in unison so that we get the right value and we get you to the place you want to be at. Or, on the other hand, hey, AD, LeBron moved on, LeBron retired, or LeBron is going to play with Bronny somewhere in Atlanta, and you're now our go-to guy, you're now our leader. Then the Lakers get into the season, and they come to a realization that, you know what, maybe he's really not capable of being a leader. So, you know what, we're going to move him, because there's going to be a team out there that thinks Anthony Davis 
can play enough to help us win a championship. So he doesn't have to play every minute of every game if he were to get traded somewhere that thinks they're this close. So all I'm saying is, is that regardless of how much money he gets paid, I still look at it as a tradable contract to somebody else. No matter what the number is, the absolute 100% most max number he can get two years from now, presuming he's 75% healthy, you can still trade him. You can still trade that contract. That's what I think. So I think they have no choice but to sign him now. Yeah, uh, but I, I think, right, because you need to make sure that he's good to go for this year without causing a headache for yourself going into a season where you think you can win a championship. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then deal with the deal with it later. Yeah, and the thing is, again, he now has more leverage, I think, than they do because they have to think about what life will be like without LeBron. Yeah. And do you want to have life without LeBron and AD at the exact same time? Right. I don't think so. I, probably not, yeah, is, is my guess. At the very least, you want to at least have – the confidence that you have one of them for as long as you desire, right? I think so. I think Anthony Davis is going to get what he wants. And you know what? I think that his season that he had this year proved that he probably, you could very much justify. Yeah. Oh, I think you can. I mean, Anthony Davis, when he was in the games, for the most part, was one of the best players in the NBA this year. You know what, though? The, the, The... the wager I'm I'm willing to make is mm-hmm. there's going to come a year where he luckily actually doesn't get hurt. And when he plays 70 games, hopefully, the Lakers will be that much further ahead in, their, in the standings mm-hmm. with their record mm-hmm. and playoff positioning mm-hmm. to actually make a quality run. Mm-hmm. This year was kind of a fortunate run. I'm talking about a real run. Yeah. We'll see if he can ever stay healthy for that long. What would a real run constitute for you? Like, I mean, a cappy run. A real run would be getting to the NBA Finals. No, no. I mean, I was actually referring legitimately to you. To my kind of run? Yeah. Hmm. Good question. Yeah. That is a good question right there. By the way, I know you're you're also, I know you're not a big runner anymore. You're more of an e-biker these days. Mm -hmm. That's right. I saw this story where the e-bikes are like blowing up in like shops and stuff like that. The batteries and stuff. The batteries are blowing? Yeah. Really? Yeah, be careful with that e-bike. Uh, my bike, I think, is pretty good. I mean, I've had it for three years. hasn't yeah. blown up on me yet. Yeah, just be careful. But if the brakes are starting to make some weird noises. Yeah, if it, if it blows up, just keep it away from the Lomi. I don't oh, want the dude, Lomi blowing up, too. The Lomi, the Lomi the other day had to be, like, spick and spanned, cleaned of, out, Of course dude. it does. It has to. No, no, but I mean, like, outside with a hose because bugs were flying out of the Lomi. Oh, my God, dude. What's wrong with you? I you got to clean it more like, frequently than that. There were, like, avocado peels in there for, like, seven weeks. But what did, what did you expect? That you didn't have to clean it out? George, I've never touched the Lomi. <sighs> you know those e-bike batteries came from the same place that those Tesla batteries come from. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm. Careful. Mm. Everybody be careful. Yeah. I'm really sweating now. It's hot in here. Man. All right. Well, big deal or no deal is next, so keep sweating for 30 more minutes. 6.30 p.m. in the Southland, Shinano and Capital Wednesday afternoon. It is time for big deal or no deal sitting in for producer Lindsay today. Take it away, producer Tyler. Thank you, Morales. Did you guys feel the earthquake last night? No. Well, there, there were actually two preliminary 3.0 magnitude earthquakes that hit SoCal last night. Where are the epicenter? Uh, they were reported to be... I, I get to that somewhere down here. Okay. Uh, Laura says Dove Gardens, but I'm just going to keep... 
Bell Gardens, I'm sorry. I didn't know what Dove Gardens is. But Dove, 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 Gardens. Dove Gardens, Bell Dove Gardens. Gardens. is a lovely neighborhood. They're Where? equidistant from me. I have no idea where they are. Anyway, according to the U.S. Geological Survey, the first quake struck at 9.37 local time last night, and the second one just three minutes later. Both of them were just 0.4 miles west of Bell in Los Angeles County, like Laura said. There have been no immediate reports of damage, but according to the United States Geological Survey, tens of thousands of earthquakes are recorded in California each year, but the vast majority of them are extremely minor. Only several hundred are greater than magnitude 3.0, and only about 15 to 20 are greater than 4.0. The Northridge earthquake, by the way, was in the sixes. I believe it was yeah, a 6.4. Six, I thought it was higher, but yeah. Yeah, it could have been. It, could, it felt like it was... Knocked down the 118 freeway back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, Massive. It's impressive, though, that three minutes later it could strike again. You know, that's yeah. Impressive work. Right. Yeah. You know, to be ready to go again like three, <laughs> three minutes, minutes later yeah. is amazing. Well, I mean, you guys are answering the question, but you obviously consider these minor earthquakes that don't cause any damage a big deal or no deal. The minor earthquakes, I, I would consider to be a, a, a not a big deal. What say yeah. you, Cappy? Yeah, no deal. I mean, if I don't feel it, it's no deal for me. I mean, unless there's major damage done, in you know, which case people are you know, property or you know, bodies are, are injured in some way. What's the worst quake you've ever been through? Can you think of it? Personally, 1994. Yeah, my wife was in the Northridge one. Yeah, 94 yeah. was pretty bad. But 1987 screwed up our house a little bit. In Whittier, the Whittier um, quake. So to answer your question, big deal, and I'll tell you why. So little quakes can accumulate to issues in the foundation of a home. And we just saw that recently in Rancho Palos Verdes. Uh, It became a national story where these homes, there were 12 homes, I believe they're townhomes, so they were connected. Yeah. Uh, One house had a crack in the foundation, and then all 12, because they share walls, all started to to sink and crumble into the uh, ravine. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I, I do think that smaller Tiny, earthquakes. That's by the lighthouse, right? Like where you can go hiking and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's in a, it's near stuff. a hiking trail. Yeah. It's in a, a canyon area. Um, There's like a sunken city. Isn't that, isn't that what they dubbed it? The sunken city where you go and it's all graffitied out. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, no, that I don't know. I'm talking about this story that just a recent story that was all over the news was. Oh, the, JK, wrong one. That was some crazy footage. They said JK, within yeah. like a JK, few JK, hours right. they had okay. all just yeah, fallen down it, the cliff. It was so. It, it, they were like every day for like a week. There was the, every news station was there. The national news was there. It was wild. Um, because yeah, these poor people. Imagine in the middle of the night, your house is like sinking and like. Landsliding down the, the yeah, ravine. Yeah, that's a great canyon. point. I mean, yeah. to, so so little earthquakes do cause those problems that's if, crazy. You, if they add up. Yeah, that's a good point, Cappy. I was originally sided with you. Not a big deal if I don't feel it, but yeah, Sedona makes a good point. Good point. All right. One time I was um, at the in the top level at the Del Mar racetrack, so the sixth floor, right? And an earthquake starts to to rumble, and you could feel the grandstands like moving. And I was on the top floor, and I'm like, oh my god, like this whole thing feels like it might be coming down. It was scary AF. Didn't come down. Thank yeah, you. I remember the 94 earthquake being woken up by my dad. I was actually sleeping through it, and he woke me up and brought me out into the living room with my mom and sister. It was crazy. So I uh, I was at the weekend, I think it was 2019. There were back-to-back earthquakes in like the desert that were like a seven. And I felt it at home. Like, I remember sitting on my couch. This was July, because I remember, so this is specific to July, because I remember the first day I felt it at home, um, which was like a Thursday or whatever it was, um, because I was sitting on my couch, and it looked, it felt like I was rolling on like a roller, you know? And the next day, I went to Vegas for Summer League. It was the Zion game. The debut? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that game. 
And I left the arena to go watch Zion. I watched a little bit of it, and then I left after the first quarter when he was done. And I got back to the hotel, and then another seven in the desert uh, rumbled, and the quake stopped the games uh, because the scoreboard was swaying, and they were, like, scared that the thing would fall. So they stopped the games that day. I was in an elevator when all that was happening, which is one of the worst places to be. Yeah. In an earthquake. And I literally, the thing like just kind of like shook two or three times. And man, it, my equilibrium was whack, out of whack for it. a second yeah. because of how violently the elevator uh, swung. And I was just like, crap, of course I'm in this elevator when this is happening. Uh, luckily, nothing happened. The door opened when I needed to go, and that was it. But yeah. Um, yeah, earthquakes, man, not fun, dude. These houses in uh, Palos Verdes that you're talking about, yeah. just looking at the pictures for anybody that hasn't seen them. Man, just because you know what? I, I'm totally freaked out ever since that Miami building, like just all the, the surfside that collapsed yeah, in the middle of the night, those people died. Yeah, ever it was crazy. Since then, I'm like completely freaked out by stuff There's like that. There's a lot of conspiracies that. behind that, though. Oh, really? There are. For, fortunately, yeah. the infrastructure here in LA well, is like earthquake ready. Oh, yeah, so for we're sure. pretty safe. But the, yeah. The, unfortunately, the infrastructure of that place in Surfside in Miami right. Beach. Right. Um, when they went back and you saw all the issues that were not repaired. Yeah, were like photos of cracks. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible. Um, and, you know, to think about those poor people in that, whatever it was, 12, 13, 14-story building in the middle of the night. Um, my uh, brother-in-law works in law enforcement there, and he he was at that site for many, many days, and he says it was one of the saddest things. And he worked, he was in the military, you know what I mean? And, like, he says it was one of the the... the wildest scenes he'd ever been a part of one of the craziest stories that came from that there was a guy who was telling the story this is like after it all and they were doing these kind of documentaries about it he he bought a condo for his mother and father and he lived in one building and the building that went down was the one that was their parents Yeah, right he bought his parents this this condo but he could see into his parents condo from his building and he saw them and then he went into the other room and then the building collapsed and he came back and he said to his wife the building's not there anymore the building is not there. Yeah, That's a nice that crazy scene. Yeah, Hold on, we're talking earthquakes. There, there was, there were a few. There was, a, I remember there was a teenage boy who survived. Um, they found him in the rubble of that building, and uh, and yeah, he lost his entire family. And he went to the high school that I went to. Oh wow, down there. Um, yeah, it was just wild, wild, you know wild. Turn stuff. the gas off, Cappy. If the big one happens tonight and you're yeah. home, yeah, you know how to turn the gas and the water and the power off to your house. No. You, you don't know how to do that? You need to know. Yeah, gas, dude. Because that's what will blow. The I gas is the is dangerous. No, I don't yeah. Know. Well, I mean, it'll be in the side of your house somewhere. The power of oh, my house. Leaking gases, yes. Laura. Bad news. Absolutely. Uh, well, I know. I had leaking no. gas in my apartment for a week. I had it in Porter Ranch for like three months. It's so crazy. Easy, everybody. Don't, you don't need to top yourselves. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, okay. I'm just. We talked about how much gas I inhaled. More natural gas. Well, we know. We know based on your work. Relax. We get it. Yeah, yeah. I served it up for you, Morales. Nice, nice home run there, bud. I didn't even do it. Hey. So every year there's a new version of Madden and NBA 2K that drop, and each year yeah. players get updated ratings. A lot of the time, players are displeased with their ratings. NBA 2K dropped, Denver Nuggets star Jamal Murray voiced his unhappiness with his 84 overall rating, and yeah. then more recently with the release of Madden 24, Pro Bowl defensive tackle Javon Hargrave clocked in as the number 17 overall defensive lineman with an 84 as well. He said... 
uh, or he took to Twitter to express his displeasure over you know the ratings that were given, saying, "quote highest graded safety since week 11, not only in man coverage but also overall." At Madden, got to be blind right now with two laughing emojis. Do you mm-hmm. do you think player ratings in a video game are as big of a deal as the players make it out to be, or is it not so, a big deal? So I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a big deal to them. Then it's a big deal, I think. You know what I mean? So. I, I mean, I see all the NFL stuff, but I actually have met Ronnie 2K, the guy who does the ratings yeah, for, okay. the, for the 2K game. And I asked him once, like, how many messages does he get from players directly? And he just started laughing. He's like, more than you can imagine. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And they usually probably have a direct line to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it, it yeah, these guys take it very seriously. And I don't blame them. You know, you want people to feel like... The, your work on those games are representative of how you sure. actually are as a player. Yeah, so you I wanna, think it's a big I, I deal. Think, you want to play Jamal Murray no and have him be good, but you're you not, a not a video game, game guy. No, I'm not a video game guy. That's well, what it were, is. These guys play happy, the game. If you were put into a video game, you would want you know you'd want to be good. Right. right, you would want to be good. Like if we had a sports talk radio game, and they made you like a 79, you'd be upset. I sure would. I sure would. Okay, um, but in this case, I don't play in the NFL, and uh, I'm not in the Madden game. And I think that uh, if I'm being honest about it, these guys are are kind of putting a little too much thought into it. You know that they're, yeah, they're I'm kind of middle of the playing field it. with it. I kind of I, I agree with you, Cappy. I think that they're putting too much weight into it. But I also see Sedano's side where it's like they play their hearts out. They they obviously have themselves on a little bit higher of a pedestal. And, and they, they play the game. Credit. Yeah, they and want they to play the game. Well, so again, emo- okay, go ahead. Uh, Chris, if they if there was a sports radio video game, yes. And Cappy didn't get the rating he wanted to get. You don't think Cappy would be bent out of shape about it? He would act like he wasn't bent out of shape, and then it would just eat at him for days and days, and then he'd have an explosion about right. it. Right. Yeah. Especially if, like, Sid Rosenberg was 95 and <laughs> was 79. Hacksaw. Oh, Hacksaw's 100. Yeah. Morales well, no 100. It's 99. George, 99. all right, how would you feel? George Yo, is a solid ninety-eight. I would, I, I would, I would have some fun with it. I would just like we did with B, like we do with BSM. I would have some fun with it. You well, have like charm that's, levels. That's what this player should do. He focus should be like, levels. This guy should be like, "Yo, listen." He did. Uh, he puts two crying, laughing emojis. Right. That's but were right. they the emojis that are the straight crying emojis or the one with the faces to the angle? They were angled laughing. Oh, so okay. that's like that real mean? laughter. Yeah, right. that's good. Oh. That's good. Like that's you got to like, be kidding oh, me, emojis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. So let's go out and do it, man. Go out and have another great season. And then next year, up. force them to, to you know, upgrade Heck you in yeah. Madden. You tell them, Cap. All right, so Frontier Airlines is celebrating its 29th anniversary, and uh, they're offering special rates for their customers. Whack, not true. But, I looked into it. Oh, all right, well. All <laughs> right. Just saying. No, we're Just prove that theory. Go ahead, go start again. So Just anyway, the special that they're offering, it's, off, it's a $29 uh, flight. It's a one-way flight. It's good through November 15th. You have to book before then with certain blackout dates applying. Laura, I'm assuming there are 363 blackout dates. So we are not qualified for, uh, like LAX doesn't qualify. A lot of our airports don't qualify, so we can't even buy those Does Burbank flights. qualify? Do you know? No. I looked. Trust me. I was like, ooh, $29. Where am I going? How about going? Long Beach? How about John Wayne? Nope. Oh, actually, there was one John Wayne to like in the middle of nowhere. Can we oh, get really? Cappy on a one-way ticket on yeah. that? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, George already gave me the one-way ticket to hell. Yep. All right. So anyway, if you choose for another for an additional twenty nine bucks, so twenty nine, and then another twenty nine, you get what they're calling the perks. So you can add a bundle that includes a carry on bag, a check bag, and the ability to select a seat. Keep in mind, twenty nine dollars doesn't get you any of those three things. You have to double it. Uh, and right. then I lost my place. 
Oh, that's good. So now it's $58. There's also a $49 add-on bundle. Yeah. The works, they're calling it. It's yeah. an option that includes a refundable ticket It's like as going well. to a car wash. Yeah, it's, this is typical Frontier. It's like if you want a seatbelt, you yeah, got to pay Yeah, I'm already bucks. out on Frontier. <laughs> well, right. I'm usually out on Frontier and Spirit, but I will just say this. Spirit, I'm sending you positive vibrations. Last time I flew you, everything was right on time. Yes, you guys gouged me $100 to bring my carry-on on. Okay, but now I've outsmarted you guys. Now I've actually paid in advance for the carry-on. I've paid in advance for the checked luggage, and I'm still paying significantly less, and it's the only direct flight from LAX to Pittsburgh. So you know what? Spirit Airlines, let's be on so time. Frontier, we're just let's be safe. Let's do a beautiful thing. Honestly, I thought Maybe it was going to be a good deal because I'm like, oh, you know, Frontier hasn't done me that wrong. But then when I looked and I'm like, bro, I can't buy any flights from here. Yeah. You know, I was prepared to be impressed by Frontier, but my my opinion of them hasn't changed much. No, so bro. Dry, I know. Well, I know. But it's a sauna slash steam room in here. That smells like fish. And that smells like tuna fish and red Ew. onions. All right. That is a big deal <laughs> or no deal. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, uh, by the way, the great Pepe Mantilla, I forgot to mention, um, when we were talking about um, Oscar de la Hoya singing, mm -hmm. he said that Muhammad Ali also sang and sent me a YouTube. Oh, really? Uh, of Muhammad Ali singing. So there you go. All right. Uh, but Cappy, coming up next, Dealer's Choice. All right. We got to get to Dealer's Choice. We got a little Dealer's Choice here. And I think there was one other thing. Oh, no, there was one other story I wanted to get to. Have you heard the, about this Draymond Green versus Jordan Poole's dad thing? Not really. Oh, you got it. Jordan Poole's dad want to kick his ass? You're warm. We'll get to that coming up next. Quarter in front of 7 o'clock in the Southland. Sedano and Cap here Wednesday afternoon. Final segment. You know when we play the final segment. Little Bob Seger, the Silver Bullet Band. Those Hollywood Nights, Cappy. Oh, yeah. Although tonight for you and I, it's the Yorba Linda Nights as we get out of here from Black Old Golf Club. That's right. Got to clean up all the tuna in the conference room. You think it's going to be cooled down out there? Gosh, I hope so, Cappy. Final segment with Shinano and Cap right now. Wow. It's freaking hot AB outside. Yeah, but I hit the post. Hit That's the post. You didn't get that? You always yeah. missed that part. <laughs> like, you think I just said wow for no reason? No, I sat here. I was very impressed. I got to actually watch it in person. It was great. Mm. But it is hot AB. What's AB for? As. Oh. As what? I got it now. Well, as basketballs or baseballs right. or footballs. Right. You can say balls. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I Hot mean, AB. There could be children listening, Cappy. Let's and what, they don't, they, don't, they don't play with balls? So, Eddie894 in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, Eddie TRJ on Twitter. Shout out, Eddie. Has put together the Sports Radio 2K24 ratings. Nice. What's he got? So, he's got me at a 92. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. He's got Cappy at an 87. Mm-hmm. He's got Mace at a 91. Mm -hmm. He's got Ireland at an 84. Travis at an 89. And Sliwa at an 85. Now, Drew Garcia says Sedano got to get like a 94 easily, but all the others are spot on. Oh, really? Yeah. It seems all pretty bulked up there in the middle in the 80s. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'd like somebody to have like a 72. Right. Right. Like, like I should have a 72 so that I could be angry like that player. And I can tell him, what are you talking about, man? In Mandy's one, I was man of the people. In Mandy's one, I was host of the year. Come on, dude. Well, we're, we're show of the year. How well, can I what he's saying is you may have lost a step is what he's saying. I guess so. Yeah. But how did you gain a step? Well, apparently I've been fairly consistent throughout is what he's referring to. I mean, what I don't know. What was I'm not, number again? 91. 
See, I think Mace has like one day a week he's a 90. Then there's one day where he's like an 82. And then it's just 43s the right 43? Wow. Really? Just a 43, huh? Holy moly. Cappy, you want to know why? You want to know why what? There's that, that too. That's why. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just putting it out there. Okay, gotcha. Hey now. Hey now. So 87's good, Cappy. 87's all right. I can live with it. Above average. Way above average, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I can live with it. Again, I if I were an NFL player and I got an 87 rating, I wouldn't really be fetching too much. So, you know? well, good for you, Cappy. So, the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole dad thing. So we all know about Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. So recently, Draymond went on the Pat Bev podcast. Mm -hmm. Not on his own podcast. It was he went on Pat's podcast Mm -hmm. and was asked about the Jordan Poole stuff. So let's hear that. The dad. No, no. This is Draymond first. Okay, gotcha. I'll tell you what the dad said later. Okay, go ahead. I don't just hit people. Dialogue, of course, happens over time, and you you usually ain't just triggered by something like that fast. You know, right. to that degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody on my team triggering me, you know, in, a, in an instant. You know, we know stuff that you don't say amongst men. You know what I'm saying? We, we you know, we know, you know, things that you have to stand on. So he says that, right? So basically he says, look, this came over time. You know, Jordan was saying some stuff over time that eventually I just flipped my lid and I punched him, right? Call him a little B. So... And that's why you fight. You know what I mean? Like when one guy calls another guy a B, it's like it's time. Let's go. Anthony Poole, Jordan Poole's dad, says, because mm-hmm. you heard at the end, he says, that's what I stand on, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Draymond finished, punctuated the, the sentence with. So Anthony Poole says, I stand on this, that that is some BS. Okay. JP was his guy, and he avoided me all last year. He's a soft-ass B, and I'm standing on this, and he didn't apologize to me and my wife. So lame, and me and him can meet up anytime he wants. Okay. Now, do you know anything about Jordan Poole's dad? I don't know anything about Jordan Poole's dad, Anthony. No. Okay. I'd like to know, A, how old he is. I'd uh, like to know okay. how tall he is. I want to know how much he weighs. Because if, listen, if, if, if Poole's dad is like 70 years old, it's like, bro, forget it. Sit down. But if Poole's dad's like 55 and he's 6'8 and he's 260. Well, he's a big dude. So I'm looking at him here. He's in some Michigan gear. Okay. Um... He looks like he could be like an offensive lineman. Okay. Well, estimate his height based on the pictures you're looking at. Uh, probably like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, okay. So Draymond's what, 6'6"-ish, six, 6'7"? Six, 6'7", six, six, yeah. Okay. And now this, this guy's built. He, he looks like he's close to three bills. Okay, three, three bills, all right. Yeah. Okay. He was going to become a cop, Cap. The, the dad was going to become a cop? Yep. He was set to join the police department but pursued a career in UPS instead. Okay, so he's a UPS driver, perhaps? I don't know what he does for a living. I don't know. Don't mess with those he guys. May not guys do anything else for, he may not do anything else for a living. Maybe UPS Jordan uh, told him he didn't have to work anymore after you his contract. What? I'll tell you right Shout now. Shout out to UPS. If my, let me tell you something. If Mateo becomes some sort of major league or famous person with hundreds of millions of dollars, you better know I'm never working again. Dude, I don't blame you at all, man. I mean, believe me. A couple I'm weeks ago, listen, kid, I brought you in this world. You better take care of me on the way out. Right. Well, listen, that, when we were at Michael Thompson's house, Kelly to, to, to have his to have his son make that of kind of money, <laughs> true that. Have his kid make that kind of money and 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 buy your mom and dad a house is like the greatest thing ever. Right. That's so sweet. So, That's awesome. So, but I'd like to see Jordan Poole's dad go toe to toe with Draymond Green. That'd be fun. So yeah. Well, uh, now look, 
Jordan Poole's dad is also always going to side with his son, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's that part of the equation. Like, I'm sure Jordan told him, oh, man, I don't know. It just happened out of nowhere. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know Draymond super well, but I've been around him enough to feel like he hears a lot of stuff, you know, and he's never, I mean, to do that to a teammate, I would I would guess, this is just me purely recklessly speculating, okay? okay go for it. Do it. Do your thing. Is I kind of buy that there had to have been a buildup to that. Of course, but. But Anthony Poole, Jordan's dad, is saying that wasn't the case. Yeah, but dad is also, he wants a piece of Draymond Green. Yeah. Because when the dad comes out and says he's a soft-ass B... Yeah, that, that's them's fighting words. Well, right, because what he's saying is, is if that's what got you to start fighting with my son, well, I'm calling you out, sucker, and bring it to me. And by the way, here's another thing. Mm. You never apologize to me and my wife. You know, you're so lame. And I'll meet you anytime, anyplace. Let's do a beautiful thing. I would love to see Jordan Poole's dad get a shot just get a shot at Draymond Green. Mm. And if Draymond smacks down Dad, well, Dad, you wanted a shot at the title? Tough luck, pal. I don't condone the violence. I'd like to see everybody just get along. Well, then make it like a celebrity charity boxing thing. How about that? <laughs> On the undercard of, like, the next Jake Paul fight. <laughs> right? Jordan Poole against Draymond Green. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Warriors wouldn't want that part either. Maybe not. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, Cappy, dealer's choice. We got a couple minutes. Let it all rip. Right. Let me just say this. This kid, Tyler, today, who's producing the show. He's Young Tyler, as I baseball. like to call him. Yes. That's right. Yeah. He's filling in for baseball. Yeah. This guy, last Friday night at the All-Star Softball Spectacular in West Covina, mm -hmm. put on a show. And what made the show even better was the dude came in hardcore, ready to roll, because he felt disrespected. And no one had any expectation that this guy would be an integral part of the game. And it turns out, my man's a baller. Well, and he gave, he gave Chris the point, remember? Yeah, but why did he feel disrespected? Tyler, tell him why you felt disrespected, man. I mean, nobody was giving me any respect. Morales, what do you mean? Why did I feel disrespected? That's I didn't disrespect you. Well, you I, did. I had to you force gotta, my way onto the team. He wanted it. He wasn't asked. You weren't on my team. He wasn't I didn't, asked. I, didn't even, I wasn't even here the day they picked teams. George yeah, didn't even didn't. know you played in the game. No, I did know because I saw him there. Sure, and know you worked there. He gave Chris the point. I remember when we walked when he walked by the yeah, stage. Well, I mean, you know, you keep dogging on me during the during the. I guess we're going to call it the pregame. Right? Yeah, yeah. Morales, who I was Ooh. dogging on you. Oh, you, you. I mean, you, you were kind of. You and Mace were kind of going. I was the reason you played. I said, hey, Ooh. make sure they didn't even know to make you a jersey, and I said, make the kid a jersey. That is true. I will give you credit that okay. you are the reason that I played, but you were right. also kind of. But Tyler, just uh, are you going to tell them what you really want? For people to stop calling you, or did you already make that note? Because oh, he came, he he like came to me and was oh, like, "Oh, the whole baby Berg thing." That, yeah. that's kind of already blown over. Oh, uh, baby like, Berg. He was yeah. like, I "That's don't why want I call nobody. you Young Tyler." I like Young Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Damn, dude, I didn't say nothing." Relax. Nah, baby Although I, I, I believe one. at one point I also used to call Greg Young Greg. So probably. I uh -oh. think you probably did. Well, now I like it a lot less. Yeah. Well, I, no, so, you know what? Maybe I didn't call him Young Greg. I don't remember what I called him back in those days. But and Tyler, you, but you I like young Tyler. At, but you showed up at that game. You knew you had skills, and you knew that no one was talking about you. No one was putting any respect on your name, and you showed up and showed out. You definitely wanted to make your impact in the softball game. Do I have that right? I mean, am, yeah. am I representing your feelings correctly? You are absolutely representing my feelings correctly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you got you got a baseball background. 
I do have a baseball background. I played baseball until I was 18 because the park league wouldn't let me play beyond then, and I felt like I wasn't really good enough for high school ball, so I just kind of eased up on it. I'll, you know, I'll dabble every now and then. I'll go hit the cages. Sometimes the company I work for will, uh, you know, have like an annual softball tournament that I can show up to and ball out at. Dude, but, this guy, this guy was a total ringer. And none of us knew about it. There you go. Under the radar. Thanks for the shout out, Cappy. Way to go, Tyler. Young Thanks, Tyler, man. excellent work. Thank you, gentlemen. Very impressed. Yeah, Christopher, leave him alone. I never yeah, said Christopher. Anything. I'm the reason he played. It's true. He's just saying, leave him alone. No, he did step up. He did get me in the game. I appreciate that, Marla. He always steps up. Hold up. Don't come at Chris. Oh, wait, wait a second. Oh, damn. Hold up. Oh, hold up. Damn. Hold wait, up. I feel like I was doing the opposite of coming at Chris. Uh, just right let you know. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Chris. All right, we're done here. Great job, Cappy and Chris. Hope you guys have uh, lost some weight while you're in the sauna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Probably have. And Laura, great work as well. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.